Boys and girls, this is the happy hour with Ariel and Deuce, and of course, I always have my lovely co-host Ariel with hey, me. Hey, everybody! Um, and also, we have very, very special guest Dominic from HMGS South is with us today. How are you doing today, Dominic? I'm doing great. Awesome. Nice to be here. Uh, well, we're so glad to have you back, our new El Presidente. El Presidente of HMGS South. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually, Ariel, if you don't mind, real quick. Give everybody uh, the details and plug Huracan, uh, Recon. No, Huracan. I had it right the first time. Huracan, Huracan. real don't, quick. Don't I second guess. I know. It's on, <laughs> it's on a little screen, and I'm having trouble reading it because we've got it on our phone. Okay, guys. So I'm going to go ahead and read all the details to you. Um, Huracan 2022, hosted by HMGS South. It is going to be Thursday, September 22nd through Sunday, September 25th at the very beautiful Wyndham Orlando Resort and Conference Center in celebration. Um, guys, want to give you a little bit of, you know, what's going to be happening that day. Uh, this convention theme is all about Persia. So we're super excited. Um, there's going to be role-playing games. There's going to be the historical sci-fi and fantasy war and game, uh, war gaming. Um, guys don't want to miss. I know we did it earlier. Yeah. Um, when we went, uh, the fast and furious flea market Friday event, mm -hmm. that was a good time. Bring your cash, bring your cash and bring your running shoes. Um, so there is going to be all kinds of game sessions. Um, of course, uh, Friday and Saturday are full swing days. It's all day and night with Thursday, uh, doing a Thursday night session and then doing a Sunday morning session. So guys, you definitely don't want to miss this event. Please go to tabletop.events and search HMGS South Huracan 2022 to pre-register, submit games to run, select games to play and buy the HMGS South chapter merchandise. Yes. What? And Dominic, right. We wanted to ask you, what what are you looking forward to at this event this year? And tell us uh, some of the amazing things our listeners are going to be able to see this year. We have a, uh, a number of games on the theme. So we have a theme, and the theme is the suggestion of the GMs to kind of get their creative juices flowing. Uh, our uh, Some of our uh, hosts that are hosting games spend a lot of time making set pieces that would look just like the areas that we're talking about. So they're from Persia. You can think about Persia from the dawn of time all the way into the 21st century is represented at the show. But we also have large Napoleonic games going on, which don't stop. Uh, we have World War II ship-to-ship -ship combat. We have air combat, which, of course, had happened over Persia, but the air combat is often World War II air combat. We have tank fighting. We have um, role-playing games, as you said. We have several tournaments with um, with uh, bolt action rule sets and with the Flames of War rule set, which are different kinds of ways to do head-to-head uh, -head con competition. Uh, plus, we also have uh, some other smaller uh, competitions with uh, 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 smaller rule sets. There's a small rule set called DBA, which is a basically a very small map that you can play on any tabletop in your kitchen with your friends and just go along and, and play there. Uh, and we also have the Florida premiere coming down from Gen Con for the uh, 
Pallid Peak, which is our interactive for Pathfinder Society role-playing game. So there's something for everyone at our shows. We always have a great time. We've got some great vendors and some great deals with our vendors. And like I've always say, there's there's things there to buy that you didn't know you needed and you didn't know they still made, but we have them. Well, I wanted to ask you more about something you just brought up about the interactive Pathfinder. Tell me more about that sure. experience you're bringing down. That sounds exciting. So a lot of people have played uh, – a role-playing game you're sitting around a table with uh, five friends and you just play well we do something in pathfinder called society it's an ongoing campaign uh, and we'll get together with people we'll set up tables we'll just play our favorite role-playing game and it's a modular that means people can come and go as they please and you get a um you'll get a certificate every time you play well the interactive is a little different and that interactive is where everybody in the room is playing the same scenario at the same time. So it's like a raid in World of Warcraft. You have 25 or 30 people all at the same time running and playing it. At um, Gen Con, when we did it, we had 150 people all playing the same scenario at the same time. We had one person with a microphone calling out what was happening for the action, and the table GMs would run their tables, and then things would stop, and there would be a big announcement. The general would say, I need... Uh, some people go here and some people go over here and some people fight this guy and some people fight that guy and the tables would go off and do that. So it's a very large event. Wow. That's not, th that is a totally a new thing for me, uh, yeah, me but too. it sounds amazing. Cause like you said, I think world of Warcraft might be one of the best ways to explain it. It's almost like the big scale of uh, boss battles or mob fights. I would say. So we also have a very large Napoleonic table like that where I think he said there was like 24 people playing on one table in the big line with, with large miniatures. Uh, Pete Panzeri does this from time to time, and he agreed to come on out to, uh, to Huracan and bring that there. So I've got a table that's 30 feet long ready to go that he's going to have running all week for this Napoleonic. Even if you don't play, it's something to see and take pictures of. He always puts a good table on I'll definitely have to check that out. I can imagine that long of a table and sitting all those people around playing a game. And that was kind of like when we went a couple months ago, like all the people around the tables, even if you weren't playing, you were just kind of admiring like the miniature work and the artwork and all the hard work that went oh, yeah. into it. It was awesome. With miniature gaming, what's difficult is I'm not just building something nice to look at that you can look at behind glass. I have to build the miniatures so I grab them and I move them and I don't break pieces off. Yeah, it's so a, it's a, yeah, there's a lot. To no, I mean it's 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 and some of these pieces are absolutely pieces of art. And when you see some of the tables, like the uh, I would call it the pulp sci-fi table that oh, we had yeah. uh, at the last oh, event was, I mean, it was gorgeous. We took pictures of it and put it on our socials. Uh, and just so people could see it, uh, somebody was doing a Star Wars miniature game, and they had just absolutely gorgeous terrain. Somebody had done, uh, they did a Planet of the Apes game that Friday yeah. night, because uh, yeah. I, I watched some of that, and just the terrain, and it, it just looks so beautiful, and I mean, I'm a video game fan, I like video games, but there's something about the actual being able to touch it, the smell it, the being in the same yeah. room with the same person that you just don't get on a video game. What's cool is some of our GMs will grab the um, a picture from that time and then they'll implement that on the battlefield. So if you look at it, it's going to look like 
Spain in 1937. It's going to look like a Persian outpost that was photographed at the turn of the century. Or it's going to look like a painting that they took right from the War of Austrian Succession. And our, our GMs, I got to say, some of them are really careful about making sure that it looks right and has that visual appeal and that the scenario makes sense. Now, of course, uh, we don't we know what happens, you know, with Napoleon at this battle or that. But we know what the outcome was. But it's still fun to play and kind of put yourself in that position and and go through all the steps with historical wargaming. Honestly, I, I get a I get a big kick out of doing that. Um, uh, every uh, every year we have a great time uh, playing and putting on these simulations and science fiction stuff. It's it's a big part of our big part of our shows. We love it. Um, I know I love to play. Uh, I love to play some of the um, 15 millimeter uh, one step rules. And of course, the famous, uh, very famous battle in the uh, war, war, hammer of war in the far future. I don't want to give somebody a plug, but you know what I mean. Yeah, <laughs> I get yeah, you. No, I got but you. We, we, we get ex- <laughs> yeah, but no, I love it. And I love seeing all the games and I love seeing all the vendors. I was wondering if you could tell us some of the vendors that will actually be attending this year. Some of the what? Uh, some of the vendors that will be attending this year. Sure. I know that we have um, uh, Discover Games is coming up. The folks from Firelock are coming in. Uh, I'm going around the room in my head here. So if I leave somebody out, vendors, uh, please don't uh, club me too hard. <laughs> um, I know uh, Bill Moreno, Good Ground, is coming out there. I know that the uh, uh, we got a, 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 a couple of do- uh, Dr. Uh, Hyde, uh, I'm sorry. I'm not looking at my notes. <laughs> oh no, you're good. No, no, that's fine. Oh, so I'm a little, I'm a little out of pocket. Um, there are several vendors. Richard Borg, who does, uh, has done a lot of commanding color games and is the author of many games. This company's bringing the table there. Of course, Rudy is always there with Time Portal games. Uh, our friends at uh, Admiral Fleet are there. Raven Banner game. Um, uh, I mean, there, there's just always there's. You know, the same people you've seen at show and show are often coming and we're bringing some new vendors this year to see how they're see how they're going to they're going to do. Um, uh, Sherwood is coming again. And of course, uh, Stan Johansson, who Stan always brings wonderfully painted, ready to field uh, figures right there on the and uh, on the uh, there. And you just buy them at a great price. Him and his wife are delightful people. Um, if I don't buy something, I just like to come over and say hi because they're they're so 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 nice and they always want to hear what people are playing and what they want. And that next show, you'll see brand new miniatures pop up on their table, ready to ready to just take and walk over to a table if you want to play. Well, I'm looking forward to it this year. Um, and speaking of vendors, we're just going to put our own little plug in here. Uh, at vendors, if you go to hhpodcastshow.com. Or you can send us an email, hhpodcastshow at gmail.com. We'd love to have you on when we're at the event because we will be special guests at the event uh, and we will be there recording live. Uh, I know one of the big ones on our list is Flintlock Games for uh, Blood yeah. and Plunder. Uh, we're yeah, Flintlock has always put the great tables on. Mm-hmm. And they're going to be demos almost the whole time. So you can jump in there and play some of their new games and some of their favorites. Um, I, I really have a great time playing their games. It's very easy rule sets. Great gateway rule set. You want to talk about who doesn't like to be a pirate, right? Right, right exactly. 
Well, I know Ariel is looking forward to buy her first basically big set. Yes, I'm doing that this year. (laughs) When we are there that weekend. So I want to get those guys on. And like I said, any of the other vendors that are coming that want to reach out to us, uh, feel free or any of the guests of the convention, uh, we'd be more than happy to have them on because uh, we, we like sharing the love of this hobby with our listeners because it definitely is in to some degree a niche hobby, but we want to make that niche bigger. Right. Yeah, we, we have a we have a lot lot to offer at these shows and they're priced to uh, they're priced for the for the family. I mean, you know, at if you're not a member, it's 50 for the weekend. If you are a member, it's only 35 membership, 20 bucks a year. Uh, anyone can join. You don't have to paint your own miniatures to join. You have to want to come and you want and have a good time. We do have clubs that meet all around the state and we are working with them to get people in contact. Hey, I live in Sarasota. Who plays in Sarasota? I give them a name. Uh, we've also added the uh, outside of Florida. We've added Savannah, Georgia. And our friends up in Savannah have been coming down for a long time. And we've uh, made connection with them and helped them with their club. And they're formerly one of our garrisons now up in Savannah. So we've crossed the border. Aha! Woohoo! You guys did it! <laughs> Storm north of the Florida border. Nice. Well, I'm really glad to hear it. It's always great to bring more people into the hobby and bring. I love Savannah. Savannah's a beautiful city. Oh, and it... you can open carry city. It's you, know, you yeah. can carry around all over the historical section. Well, the Savannah people will probably be the only one to understand my newest hat. I got a Savannah Bananas baseball hat, which is their minor <laughs> league team up there, and they're probably the only people at the whole convention that are going to get the reference. So. <laughs> But I did have another question for you. What can we expect from the Friday night flea market this year? We're really excited. It's one of our favorite parts of the event. Oh, it's yeah. a great way for I'll, you listeners. I'll, yeah, I'll have to get back to you there. Uh, okay. I'll have to call some friends network. Okay. And know what uh, what's coming in on Friday night because uh, – well, Who no, knows? nobody knows, but I, I'm hoping we have a full room. I'm actually kind of, I'm not even going to lie to you, kind of hoping that we kind of get the room that we had uh, last year for it, but I'm sure yep. whatever room we get is going to be fine. Well, I worked with our, I worked with the Pathfinder because that's usually the Pathfinder room. Mm-hmm. And I'm go ahead, let's move everything to one side. We're going to let the flea market come in here and sell. And they're out by the time we're ready. And then we'll be about back and running for our eight o'clock slot. Nice. So yeah, we're in the room that's, that's the way we do things with the uh, with the club. Everyone pitches in and pulls, and we, uh, you know, we have a nice, clean place to place play, and some friendly people to play with. Uh, so yeah, it's going to be in the back there. I, I like I like using that room for it. It's got plenty of space, uh, and holy cow, I can't tell you the the second most uh, asked questions besides uh, uh, where where do I sign up for membership is uh, uh, how do I buy a flea market table. We're going to put that on the website next time. This year, we just did cash and carry because we weren't sure. Now everything's all lined up. So we're going to be doing that on the website next time. But I never know what's going to be at the flea market table. Sometimes I'm even at the flea market, and I don't know what I'm bringing to the week before. Well, I'm super duper excited because we find the best finds every oh, year. Oh, yeah. The Her husband to... bought a bunch of stuff yes, last year. Yeah. And you did as well. I Yes, I did. We, we, <laughs> we missed out on one little find because we found uh, somebody had a box full of like old D&D magazines. I'm talking oh, about yeah. from like the 80s. And somebody, I'm going to use my words appropriately, got it 
I was going to yeah. use another word, uh, but got it before we were able to yeah. get a hold of it. But I mean, it's fast and it's furious in there, guys. I saw that, I saw that too, and it was before the. So we try to play fair. Our board members can go in there and look around, and the only reason I'm there is to make sure everything's everything's calm and safe, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wink, wink, nudge, wink, nudge. Wink. I get you. I get you. I saw that box of things, and I'm thinking, oh man, I wish, you know, I wish I could get in there. Uh, but yeah, they. they there's always something in there that I, somebody had a whole 3d printer, buy my 3d printer, take it away. And, uh, oh, wow. a, a young man bought it and he was really excited about printing. So all the, this is the kind of things you find is people carrying out, carrying out things that are, are well loved and, uh, we never know what's going to happen. Well, and actually I'm going to give you a throwback story that is between me and you on one of the first episodes you did with me when I was at the convention. I went to the flea market and they had the Firefly game and I did not purchase it. And you told me, you said, you basically let a supermodel walk away from you. Like you left, <laughs> you know, something great on the table and you walked away from it. And you know what? Just this past year, I had to go pay full retail for it. And it's like, you know, I could have gotten it there at such a reduced rate and such a, a good price. And I mean, they have everything. They've got everything from, and you can help me with this, the old uh, bookshelf games they used to call them. They look like giant books, and you would pop them open. Yeah, sold some, and um, mm -hmm. who else? But yeah, the bookshelf. I remember the bookshelf series. I still have a couple of those. Yeah. I, I part with them <laughs> yeah, well i know no? and that's one of those things it's like man if i could find one of those and it's in halfway decent shape that's to me that's almost like something i want to put in my office as a collector's Every piece well i'll see one i'll see one at a flea market yeah i know i bought a copy of washington's war which is a revolutionary war uh, uh chit type uh chit uh table game i bought that at a flea market i was very happy with that and i got a, a couple other copies of other games like that I think I got a, actually a copy of Third Reich, which is a World War II long format um, uh, game like that. And it's, it's grand strategy for War II. Everything from planning how much strategic bombing you do and your supply chain to uh, what troops are where and how you're going to pursue this. And are you going to involve this country or that country in the war? And it's a grand strategy game. Uh, and I picked one up there and it was a really, really decent price. So, yeah, like I said, it, the flea market is uh, you spin the, the wheel of fortune and uh, see what you can find. Yeah, and uh, I think the year before I'd gotten a couple of uh, Firefly games that they had made. It wasn't the board game, but it was like more like tabletop, almost a miniature style, but it had like mm -hmm. little cutouts. Um, and then, like, what I've liked is the video game world has started to uh, yes, very mesh much with so. the miniature world. Like, Resident <laughs> Evil has a board game. Off of there for the most part. But I've seen people bring in some uh, some gold cartridges and old cart machines on oh, to the wow. flea market, and right. that, those go quick. Because somebody, hey, I'd like to play what I played in 1980. Yeah. You know? yeah. But I, I also like how now that they've moved into the miniature space, like Fallout has a miniature tabletop game, and they were yeah. running uh, some of those games at uh, the convention last year. But also, yeah, I, I saw some of those at the flea market. And it's just, it's so interesting to see what the vendors bring because it's really, I mean, it's its its like a Morrison's cafeteria. There's a little bit of everything for everybody. So no matter what you're looking for, you can find something. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you can equip a table for historical miniature or, or not so historical miniature uh, from everything you get at the, at the game there, at the convention 
just going around buying up things, and usually the, the, the deals are pretty good. No, uh, I, I do have to say, hands down, the deals are phenomenal. 100%. And, the, and I also like going to these vendors because these vendors work with us. They work with the convention, and I want to spend my money with them to kind of help support them for coming out and making the long journey to be there. And uh, the prices are phenomenal. And like I said, the selection. And sometimes, because I saw a couple of the vendors uh, last year, I thought I got a little bit of a kick out of it. They even kind of had, after Friday, like little buckets of stuff. It was like board games, 10 bucks a piece. Or they had DVDs sitting there for, you know, X amount of money. Like, it was stuff that maybe didn't sell Friday night. Or maybe they even brought, not even to put it at the Friday night flea market, but they've got it at the One booth. problem we have sometimes is people have, um, people buy something at the flea market or they don't. They, they try to sell out in the flea market and have one or two things which are free and they leave in the room and I bring them out into the main room and say, hey, these are free and people take one thing and they make it into another. They'll take a model that they have there and I'll see it next show and it'll be a futuristic tank with a Sherman tank turret on top, you know, or, or something else. So a lot of people populate their fit bucket with uh, things that are left over at the flea market. Yeah, and that's like you said, it's a great way to do it. And I, I, you can probably tell me the term better than I can. I call it model hacking, where you kind of hack little pieces off kit. of different kit bashing. There you go. There you I go. knew there was a ten dollar word for it. But <laughs> I used to buy like uh, fighter plane models just to kit bash them. Well, for, for them. oh, nice. Well, to be honest, part, part, part. well, we wouldn't have had Star Wars without kit bashing. Yeah, now, that's true. So I mean, you know, kit bashing has brought us some of our favorite things. So mm -hmm. I mean. It's a, it's a great way to find those kind of pieces, but let me ask you as the president, and I know this is very hard for you to answer so you can say pass, is there anything really in particular that you're looking forward to seeing there or anything in particular that like you're looking for yourself? As, not as the president, just as a gamer. Well, when I go to the show, yeah. I, I, like same, I like seeing the people that I see at the different shows. I like meeting new people. Um, I'm in a different role now that I'm president instead of just being, oh, just the board guy with the yellow shirt. Yeah. Uh, and I, I, I've I, been, like, last show, I knew that this was coming, and I spent a lot of time talking and listening to people, and I am hoping that now, this year, that we've, um, that we're, uh, I'm going to get more of that feedback from people. Not only that, but they're going to see things happening with the, with the board, uh, I've got board members now that have um, that are also pitching in for other things like web always comes in comes through the financials. Uh, Edgar and Patrick are brand new on the board. Gail is always talking with the vendors. She's very much a, a very much of a people person. David is now uh, on the board. Is also our uh, he's doing the con ops, which is he's going to be there at the front desk running with the rest of us pitching in. But, you know, he's pretty much going to be the king after the show starts. So uh, everyone's got something new. And I'm hoping that the the people coming in and pitching in and doing things a different way, it, it, people are going to like. And uh, we're going to listen and, and hear what's going on. Um, one, uh, one thing I got to say is today is the last day of submitting games, which is, I don't know if you're sending us out today or what it's it's going to come out the tuesday before the event so okay, that so that I, deadline will pass. <laughs> sorry no i get it so uh we're we're about uh, we're taping this a little bit ahead yeah hopefully go away secret here yeah but 
So we'll we'll have a great show put together by then. We definitely have a, a bulletin we're producing um, with all the listings on there. We've got a new grid. If you go on to the, the t tabletop event site, we have a grid now where everyone knows exactly where people are and what's being played. So if you want to go and, hey, I've got a game on table C5, you walk to C5, and there's your table. It's easy to find. So it's just little things. Um, I tell you, uh, I've got an appreciation, though, for how many moving parts we have and, and how hard it is to keep all the uh, yeah. put, put everything in the right spot and seeing that this gear goes here and that gear goes there um, without, without the rest of the board helping out, we, there would not, be a, would not be a show. And we're building a lot on things that Ray did. I'm looking at Ray's notes and, and I'm looking at, uh, I'm, I've called Mark uh, and I've called Scott a couple times and asked them questions about what was happening, what was going on. And I've even called Ray a couple times and asked them what was going, you know, how to do this or how did we do that? And it's it's definitely a new thing for me. So, well, let me ask you this: since now you know that this is not going to drop until the Tuesday before the event, is there any catch you can let out the bag of anything special, any surprises that you can tell us? Yeah. You you all want to go to the meeting on uh, Saturday night? I have some announcements. I have some things that that that. Um, that I think people are going to be pleased with. And I'm hoping that we, uh, I'm hoping I'll see a lot of our, our regular members there and a lot of the uh, new members, our new friends that we haven't met yet, as I like to say, uh, come on out and, and you'll see how, how this uh, family uh, works together. Well, no, mm -hmm. and you'll definitely see that when you're at the event. The one thing I will tell you guys is, you know, sign up for your games early because the earlier you sign up, the better. Um, we kind of, because doing what we do at the event, we have to kind of wing it. So when we get there, we see what's available. What yeah. can we still sign up for? Because we don't know how our day is going to land just because we've got to do interviews with you guys. It's like, okay, when are we going to be able to squeeze in our fun too? So sometimes we kind of got to pick and shoot, kind of sniper our shots, if you will, like pick and choose. Okay, that's the game we really want to play. We're going to block that hour out. Let's see if there's still room. Sometimes we've got to beg a friend or two. That's happened. At, it happens. happened at the last event. It did. We had to beg some friends to basically let us at their table, and they they made a spot. But I mean, it's there was squeeze you in. There's always another chair. Yeah, always. exactly. And that's what I love about the event. There's so much love and so much kindness and so much positivity in the event that we spread around amongst each other. That it's just yeah. it's really really great. It's great energy. These some of these gentlemen, they go and they'll they'll look and they'll. They'll have these ministries to spend all this time on, and a stranger will come up and they'll say, uh, "Oh, I'd like to play," and they don't have, it. they have nothing, and just go over here and plop an army in front of them. Here's some dice. Here's the rules for what you're going to do. Let me help you run your thing and learn about this game. And it's that kind of, uh, that kind of mentoring that happens all the way around in, the, in that show, and it, it's really great. And that's something that I think that. Uh, it's not unique to Wargaming, but I think that this show does it really well. No, it does. And the other thing I want to uh, kind of end with, too, it, it's also such a family-friendly environment. And I love seeing the kids out playing the games mm -hmm. at, with their parents. And, like, we're kind of ushering this new generation into this hobby because, I mean, they're so used to the video games and playing games on their phone. For them to be able to reach out and touch it, I think, is really, really cool. Yeah, it, it demonstrates what they're – I've got ratings on the thing. There are some – tables that are always going to be kid friendly yeah. and there's some where we're going to want a teenager that can can understand what's going on especially with some of the more complicated rule sets uh you know you got to be uh 
age appropriate with real complexity and, and with uh, content, what they're around and content. So yeah. we, we've got it. We've got a good mix there. And yeah, it is. It is. I, I, I would trust my I've trusted my kids growing up. Now they're my eldest is 30. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's a horrible realization when your eldest is uh, is an adult. But uh, they've grown up around the convention play. They've grown up playing things. I've spent time with my girls painting miniatures, my uh, youngest helping her pick out uh, Hammer of War miniatures that she wanted to paint. Hey, I want these motorcycle guys on uh, in spacesuits on motorcycles. Okay, let's go, Helen, uh, start painting. And uh, it's, it's skills they, they use today. It's a, it's a proud moment when I can look over and my girls are all there playing and, and they're significant others. We're all playing a role-playing game or playing a board game at a table uh, without me there to, to, you know, oh, we got this, Dad. We're, we don't, we're, we're just playing among ourselves, you know. Right. Well, is there any last <laughs> part? Yeah, well, that's awesome, man. It's those great family moments. Well, is there anything else you want to say to our fans before we wrap this thing up? Um, I hope that um, I hope that people are listening. You come on out, say say hi to me. Um, I'm usually in a yellow shirt. I often have a hat, a black hat on, or, or like a, a, a fisherman's hat on, so you, I'm not too hard to spot. Um, probably going to be running around a lot, but please stop me and uh, say hi. Uh, you know, let me know what you like. Let me know what you'd like to see. I'll be happy to listen. Uh, I may, I may agree. I may not agree, but I'm, I'm going to be hearing what you're, what you're saying. Um, and please uh, consider a membership. We do use our membership to uh, advocate for gaming, for historical gaming in Florida. We have in some places, we're just coming out of COVID where libraries are starting to open up and we are running games to the libraries. We're running demos for places. We'd like to uh, to see everyone to be that's interested in the good of the hobby to uh, get in and pitch in. Oh, absolutely. Well, that is so awesome. Well, Dominic, thank you again yeah, so much Yeah, thank you so much time. for joining us. We can't well, wait to see you at the event, and uh, we will be seeing you this weekend. We'll see you soon. Yep. Right. Bye. And that was an amazing episode with Dominic, the president of HMGS South. Uh, we can't wait to see you this weekend at Huracan. Uh, I hope you see us there. Come out. It's going to be an amazing time. Uh, make sure to come and say hi to us. I will be the one in the bright, crazy outfits. I will not be uh, hard to miss. So come and say hi and uh, say hi to Ariel. Yes, I will be there. Um, just don't come try to say hey, hey on a Friday night when I'm trying to make it through to the right. the flea market, guys. Flea I'm just market. being honest. Yeah. Just but... don't, that's the only time. Don't interrupt us at the flea market. But anything besides that, feel free. Oh, Goodbye. come on say down. Hi. If you're a vendor, uh, shoot us an email. Uh, hit us up on the website. Are, like I said, I'm going to be in bright, colorful outfits all weekend. You're not going to be able to miss me. Uh, so just come and say hi to me. We'd love to say hi to you guys. And also, uh, fans of the show, when you guys are there, make sure you're telling people like Dominic and other people that work with HMGS South that, hey, I'm a happy hour fan. I came to the convention because I listened to the show. Uh, make sure you let them know that because it really helps us out in yeah. a big, big way. We greatly, greatly appreciate that. So uh, thank you, every body and thank, thank you, all. you so much guys yeah thank you so much for the love and support go check us out at hhpodcastshow.com or you can send us an email to hhpodcastshow at gmail.com and as always hashtag deuces on, on the loose. loose later see ya